Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Really happy to have you with us this week on the mics. We have my man, your man, the Z-Man. What's up, Z? Oh, my love, my darling, I want you for your touch. Are you still mine? I need your love. I need your love. Godspeed your love to me. Not even auto-tuned. Oh my god! Wow. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that was pitch perfect, I know. It's it's hard to uh it's it's hard to fathom how good I am. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, wild pitch more like it. Holy shit. On the other mic, we have a guest a, a guest host today. Please welcome to the show a good friend of ours, Q. What's up, dude? Yo, man, what's up, man? Just chillaxing after a long day, man, and uh, just uh, hanging out with my bros. Wow, really sorry we had to put you through the vocal stylings of the Z-Man there. That's... You, picked a, you picked a good show to start up on. Yeah, I, I kind of want my 40 acres and a mule now. Holy that kind of was painful. Holy shit. Okay. I, I don't even know. All right. This week... Who are you? Oh, are shit, you, you? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, greetings, everyone. I'm Spear. Welcome, welcome to the program. Um, this week, something must be done about Valentine's Day. A week ago, we had ourselves the the hallmark holiday that is Valentine's Day, and I have I have a few issues with it. Um, and and I'm going to go on the record as saying this: I have been married for nearly nine years. I love my my darling wife. She is she is the reason I live and breathe, and she deserves all the romance that I can muster. I just don't understand why it has to be on one day of the year. Yeah, why do you got to bottle that shit up and just blow it on one? You blow your load in one day. But why? Why money? And m- money? Whose money? Yeah. Whose money? My money. I'm the one spending the money. Q. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. Like that's the thing. That's how to get you in. How does who get what in? I've been in. I'm in, dude. I've been in for a long time. Right. But then they say, hey, listen, baby, you need to tell your man and give you a little something more. So what do they do? They come up with cards and with flowers and with expensive restaurants and limos and et cetera. No shit. And that's that's my that's my problem, right, is the the expectation that a man has to go and get the flowers and the candy and the, the the restaurant and the jewelry and the whole routine. I I I want to be romantic with my wife. I do. I I really do, but I don't I don't want to be forced to do it. I don't want to have to be forced to do it because someone put a date on the calendar and said you will be romantic on this date. And, and it drives me insane. For me, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out for, for men everywhere, and it should be a letdown for women everywhere. Because what happens on the 15th of February? Everything's half price. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's half price, and men go back to normal. 
right? The romance ends when the clock strikes midnight on February on February 14th, right? And everything kind of goes back to normal, which is bullshit, right? If anything, I'm out there, I'm 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 trying to do it for all the ladies out there right now. Why do your men? have to be romantic on the one day of the year. They should be they, there should be romance every day of the year. And the the other the other issue that I have with it is if if we have to be romantic that day that day of the year, why do we have to be soaked for cash? Why is there why is there why are, is it it's jacked up candy, jacked up flowers, jacked up restaurants, fixed price menus. It's, it's supply and demand, man. You got to do fixed price menu because you got to be able to cook that shit quick so we can get the next group in. You got you got you got a restaurant that can only do two or three seatings. They got to get that extra that extra seating in so they can make it a fourth seating. Yeah, uh, fine, but I, I'm I'm subjected to it. It's not like yeah. it's I'm I'm robbed of my free will. I ordered I ordered flowers for my wife. And what did they cost you? It wasn't how much they cost me. It was the $5 fee that I paid to have them delivered on Valentine's Day. Really? If I delivered them, yes. If I delivered them on the, the, the Saturday before or the Friday before or the Tuesday after, it would have been just a normal price for the flowers. But because I had to deliver them on Valentine's Day, I got, I got a special extortion fee. It's not. It's not an extortion fee. It's because it, it's the same thing for, for for other businesses. It's because there's so much dis, uh, demand on that one day that the people who actually have to do the work have to bust their ass off to get it out there and get all these things in the right places. And they're like they're like it's like how many people do you think get flowers delivered on the 13th? Zero. Well, right. I understand the economics Compare. behind it. No, no, look, I understand the economics behind it, but it's a it's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy, right? Because 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 they've created this 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 thing this day, guys like guys like me end up getting soaked for this because because it's Valentine's Day and someone deemed that F- February fourteenth was going to be the day that you must be romantic and therefore it's going to cost you more money to be romantic, which which makes it unromantic. It makes it less romantic in my opinion. I agree. It's just basically industry. I mean, like you. You go out and you spend all this money, and all you're really doing is just kind of paying into this whole like image of what you should do. I mean, most people go out and they'll like say, "Hey, you know, let's go out, honey." Like I talk to a lot of girls, and like they absolutely hate it. Like they just, you know, it's the worst time in the world. Like you know, it should be like a random thing, but people think, "Oh, pack it all into Valentine's Day." So just kind of up the ante. So the the other thing about Valentine's Day that's it's really. I mean, I think you, you. I think you kind of alluded to it, Q. It's the, the stress on that particular day, and and what it means leading up to that day, and it causes people, to have to make a decision. Whether or not, whether or not you're going to continue in a relationship, or or it, it makes you evaluate things because there's so much pressure put on that day. Valentine's Day, or the week leading up to Valentine's Day, sees the most people breaking up. It's like it's like it's like ground zero for relationships. They uh they they did that on on TED. They did a TED conference, a TED talk one of them. Did you see that one? I uh, British British journalist uh, David McCandless um, was showing up this chart, and he's basically saying, you know, here is a chart that's got two peaks, and he didn't tell you what it was. It wasn't labeled, 
and the, the peaks were were February twelfth and like December. No, it was like right like the beginning of December or something like that. And that's exactly what it was. It's it's the spring bleak spring break spring cleanup, right on Valentine's Day, and then there's uh, two weeks before the holidays are the two most largest peaks of people breaking up on Facebook. Right. So just before Christmas and just before Valentine's Day. Yeah, I could I could I'll put the link up on the, on the website. Right. Perfect timing. So uh, yeah, this year um, I actually had that happen to me. Um, been dating this girl since March of last year. And about two weeks ago, about a week before Valentine's Day, I get a call saying, uh, I don't think we're going, you know, I don't think we're in the same place. I don't think, uh, you know, we, we want the same things in life. And uh, I think we should stop seeing each other. And I'm like, uh, okay. And, you know, I, it's not that I didn't see it coming, but because, I, you know, I think what happened there, she got kind of freaked out. Valentine's Day is coming up, trying to figure out what we're going to do that weekend. And uh, I think the, the added pressure of trying to figure out what what you want to do with your relationship. You know, it's kind of like it's that that point in the year where you kind of say, okay, now i got to actually think about where I am with this relationship. Do I want to continue this or don't I want to continue this? Yeah, right. It's it's <laughs> it's not even that. It's do I, re- do I really want to spring for the Valentine's Day gift? That's what it boils down to. Right, well, Valentine's Day gifts are not expensive. <laughs> Valentine's Day is go take her out to dinner and, and, uh, and whatever. Yeah, but by the you time know, – by the time you add it all up, it could be a costly proposition. I guess it. I guess it depends on where you take them out, right? Fifty to hundred bucks, but not for her though. Not for her. Yeah, I mean, she'd spend anything on Valentine's Day. It's all about the chicks. Yeah, the chick I mean, gets a like card, pretty much, or like you know, a six pack of something that you like. Takes you some cookies. Six yeah. pack and cookies. Yeah. So yeah. you you get her jewelry, right? She gets the gift that lasts a lifetime. You get some beer. You get the gift that lasts the length of your urinary tract. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so, so here's here's what can be done, and and uh, and definitely you guys can all you can all take advantage of this. Um, in a past relationship, we said screw Valentine's Day, we're going to celebrate Chuck Woolery Day. Chuck and Chuck Woolery Day. What game? Chuck, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery Day. You know, uh, from such fame as the uh, Newlywed Game and Scrabble. And and the love connection. Oh, oh, love connection, not the newlywed That's game. True. Was, he, was he newlywed and love connection? I think he was both. I can't remember. Either way. Anyway, we went away one week, and we're sitting around just me and my brother and a bunch of his friends. We're at some like I don't know, like some mountain house of one of theirs or something, sitting on the couch watching, watching Scrabble, and uh, we're just drinking and drinking. We're trying to think of something to toast to, and I toast to Chuck Woolery. I'm like, it's Chuck Woolery, fucking Canada. He's Canadian, right? Probably. Can- Most hosts are. Yeah, he's, he's fucking Canadian. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just paint all game show hosts with the same brush. <laughs> They're all you Canadian. Alex, you got Alex Trebek. You got, you got the Woolery. So we're like, oh, let's just toast to Chuck Woolery. So from then on, anytime I'm looking for someone to toast to, it's always Chuck Woolery. And so getting back to the Valentine's Day thing, you know, one of his day we were trying to figure out, I was like, you know, what should, you know let's, let's, let's do it on a different day. And I was like, let's do it on Chuck Woolery Day. And Chuck Woolery Day is going to be February 22nd because she's always, he's always saying back, he's like, when he goes to commercial break, he's like, I'll be back in two and two. And so we figured February 2-2. There you go. And so on February 22nd, we do all the things that most people do on Valentine's Day. There's no lines at the restaurants. There's no waiting to get reservations. I bought all my candy half price. I bought all my uh, Valentine's Day supplies half price. You got your, your sexy boxers or your... You know, they have all the big lingerie sales and shit like that if you want to get some, some, some fun stuff. And uh, we go out, and, and, and that's our way to celebrate. So we don't have to pay, pay, pay Hallmark just so we can uh, show our love. That 
is genius. Brilliant. It is. And and it's the perfect solution to the problem, right? That if you wait a week, you can still be you can still be romantic. In fact, I would argue that Chuck Woolery Day can be any day of the year. February 22nd is pretty cool though. Well, right. Triple twos. Triple twos, right? But I would argue I would argue that Chuck Woolery Day can be any day of the year because every day of the year should be a good day for romance. Where's the love? I, I wonder. I wonder, Q. I mean, you're you're into this romantic crap, right? For the most part, I write about it a lot. Get some feelings. Yeah. So, for those of you listening, our our, our good friend, our good friend Q, is a poet, and has has recently published a book about. Uh, well, why don't you go ahead, Q? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's called uh, "Rhythm Blues of Love," and uh, it's basically about the story of this guy who's a little down in the dumps and just trying to find love he finds it it's working out great goes to crap he goes downhill and in the end you don't get like a disney ending but he kind of figures out you know what love really is and i just do it all in poetry form and at the end i kind of do like a little short story to wrap it up there you go we'll we'll put a link to the in the show uh in the uh on the facebook there uh with a link to your your site oh cool thanks guys yeah yeah definitely so Get get some pearls of wisdom from mr q so what advice q would you give would you give to the guys who, you know, maybe need a little kick in the ass there? I mean, it's real simple, man. Like you just gotta have to listen. I mean that's the one thing. Like I you know, don't wanna toot my own horn or anything, but I hang around a lot of girls and you know what I do is just I just listen. I you know, listen for the small things because it'll appreciate you doing something really small over going like overboard and going something big. Like you remember, oh, this is like their little you know, their favorite like meal is like you know, macaroni and cheese, and all of a sudden, you you know, they come home, and there it is, macaroni and cheese, or, oh, you know, I liked this thing when I was a kid, and, you know, I wish I had something, you know, like it, like a bear or something, and, oh, wow, there's the bear that I was looking for all this time, like, the small stuff is what really matters to them, when you do the small stuff, it's like, wow, he's actually paying attention, he really isn't a moron or just trying to get into my pants, So isn't that... if you are, but... There you go. <laughs> but isn't isn't that 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 sentiment? And, and I I completely agree with you, by the way. But that sentiment seems to be counter to the whole Valentine's Day thing, because most people, like like we were saying, the expectation for Valentine's Day is to go all out, right? Right. It's not. There's nothing little about it. Or for for a lot of people, there's nothing little about and, it. And there's nothing very personalized about the whole experience. It's buy a card you found at Hallmark that says something that's not too cheesy for to get by. Or, or, as, go, or as cheesy and, as you can possibly go. Because, or go as cheesy as you can and yeah, yeah. just, just kind of go with it. But And then it's go go out, get the chocolates, get the wine, get get her drunk, go to dinner, and go fuck all night. I mean there's no personalization in that. And I think that's the key is you got you to you know, do, do something slightly different than the norm. You know, take Q's advice. Listen for some, some clue of, of something that she'll, uh, she'll really appreciate and, uh, and go do it up. Right. All right. What can we do for fun on Valentine's Day? What are some fun things we can do? Fun things that aren't restaurants, right? Fun things, fun yeah. things, fun things that are out of the norm. Dude, just do like a tasting or something like that. Like get a couple of wines, or whiskeys, or whatever she's into, beers, and like some... just educate yourself on it and do a tasting for. Her. Nice. nice. Get some cheese. Yeah, exactly. You know, do it up. All right, here's here's one. I just thought of this one. This would be a good one too. Does Spencer still exist or to go out of business? Sure. Spencer Gifts. Yeah, Spencer Gifts. The day before Valentine's Day or that night, go in Spencer's and fucking just go on a shopping spree with your girl. 
they got all kinds of crazy fun shit that you always go looking at. When you, know, you go to the mall, you look around, and you're like, oh, who would ever buy that? Who would ever buy that? Going with your girl? Go pick out a few things to try. It's a lot of fun. You know, get some uh, some paint, some some the stupid dice that tell you to do stupid things, uh, uh, some Karma Sutra book, or you know something something crazy. You could be like, hey, let's get some some trashy ass lingerie and some uh, some edible undies, and let's go to town. Well, how about how about just how about going off the beaten trail for a Valentine's Day activity? How about like going to a museum or something? Man. Yes, going, that'd be awesome. Going to a museum where you're. You know, you're checking out, you know, some art. And I guess you have to find the right wing of the museum to go to. You probably don't want to go to the museum uh, and, and go to the, uh, you know, where they have the armory, right? That's probably not hot. <laughs> Unless she likes guns, in which case, awesome. You know, I would avoid, I would avoid at all costs, um, with my wife at least, the the Mutter Museum here in Philadelphia. Oh, that place is awesome. Oh, there's a, no, there's a dude just... in there with like this like 15-pound colon because he couldn't shit. Yeah, oh yeah, the fifteen pound colon doesn't scream romance, dude. I'm no, just... it's but it's awesome. But it, but yeah, it, but... Dinner after that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you go. Maybe you go on a different day, right? Yes, Mutter Museum, awesome. Not for Valentine's Day, bro. Is all I'm saying. Unless you drink it away, in which case, then fine. You'll forget it after a couple of drinks. All right. So, so drinking, drinking's another example, right? I mean, take your, take your wife out to a, or take your girlfriend out to a bar, where you can just kind of have a couple of drinks and talk. Right, go go someplace with some fun cocktails, something funky, you know, not your normal, just like getting some buds. Yeah, I think I liked I liked what um what Q was saying earlier about maybe a tasting. Maybe you go to a wine bar where you get you know a flight of wine, and you know get the cheeses and whatever else, and and kind of do it up. Better than that, maybe go to a um maybe register for a wine tasting class. Ooh, that's nice. Well, speaking of classes, like a cooking class together would be interesting. Like. Exploring different foods from exotic places. Yeah, but that kind know. of thing, those things, they usually don't schedule them on Valentine's Day, do they? Here's what you do. You you set up for a cooking class two weeks before Valentine's Day. And then on Valentine's Day, the two of you oh. cook a meal together. Yeah, I see where you're going. That's a good call. So if you have, if you have other things that, other suggestions for what someone can do, on Valentine's Day, that's not that's not of the norm, right? Not the same old tired flowers, candy restaurant, uh, wash, rinse, repeat. Um, go ahead and post it to the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/fourlisteners or fourlisteners.com. Uh, check us out on the iTunes. Just search for Four Listeners, and we'll pop up. So thanks, Q, for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me. I had a great time. And um, where where can uh, where can our listeners check out your book? You can just go on uh, Amazon.com, uh, type in Blake Hugh Hatfield, and my book, The Rhythm and Blues of Love, will uh, pop up. It's a nice picture, beautiful girl on the front, uh, panda bear on the back. There you go. And we'll make sure we post that link out there on the, uh, on the Facebook page, so be sure to check that out, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week, and we'll hope that you download us and catch us again next week. Thanks so much, everybody. Two.